Welcome to Growing Older with Gusto. This is your host, Gail Zergerman, and on this podcast, we deal with something everyone faces, growing older. For years, I've been listening to those who have gone before and even blogging about what to do and how to do it. Now it's my chance to share with you these really useful strategies to living life to the fullest. Whether we're 30, 60, or beyond, Growing Older with Gusto explores how to make the most of your life. In each episode, you'll hear from different people and learn how to prosper at any age and with different types of conditions and go about embracing the future. So grab your earbuds and subscribe into our content as we hope that you too will join us on our journey to finding joy and fulfillment and growing older with gusto. Hello, fellow superagers, and welcome to the latest episode of Growing Older with Gusto, a podcast that brings inspiring and wisdom-bearing guests to you. I am Gail Zergerman, the host of the show, and today I'm chatting with someone who is passionate about a subject I know lots of people are talking about, online dating as we grow older. Artie Cross will join me in a few seconds and share with our viewers her adventures, her misadventures, and some foolproof ways of identifying what she calls scammers. She has a lot to say on the subject, so let's get to it. Hello and welcome to the show, Artie. Hi, Gail. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. We've been talking for quite a while back and forth, and I know that you've told me that five years ago you became a widow and you became interested in meeting lots of people and enlarging your circle of friends. And you told me you have a lot of energy and hobbies and interests, but one of the things that sort of captivated you is this online dating phenomenon that's been going on. And I know that you've had a lot of experiences with this and you are, in, in fact, you're so um, passionate about it that you're, I think, in the process of writing a book about some of your experiences and you really want to get the word out to, to people out there on how to do this successfully. And as you mentioned a few moments ago, you are dating and you're one of the few in your circle that are. And so we're, we're going to look for tips from you and hear about all your stories and, 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 and have you tell us exactly step-by-step step what people should be doing to do it the right way. So let's start out with how did you decide to pursue online dating as a way of meeting men? Well, basically it was through a process of elimination. Um, all my friends said when I got ready to date, and it did take a while, you know, after you lose your husband, mm -hmm. it takes a while before you even are interested in it. But my friends would say to me, just go to places that where you'll meet people who share your interests. Mm -hmm. And so I did. I went to classes, writing classes. I love writing classes. I love acting. So I took, took a drama reading class and I went to an improv class. I joined Toastmasters. <laughs> I, and I found out I'm really good at public speaking. And um, I went, to, of course, to my church and went to groups, everything I could think of. But I noticed that whenever I went to these activities, everybody there shared my interest, but nobody else was looking for anyone to date. <laughs> was and it then, because it was mainly women or? No, men and women. Men okay. Uh, but most of the men were married and uh, they just weren't looking for anyone to date. So I did go to meetups and the meetups um, were, like you say, maybe nine to one, eight to two in terms of men, women. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just did not work for me. I remember there was one dance coming up. I was kind of excited. I wanted to go to this because I love dancing. But the women said, well, you know, when you go, there's usually only a few men. So they take turns dancing with us. And so just, Artie, let me ask you this. So you went to all these different activities and finally, so, did somebody tell you you should try online dating or how did you come to it? 
Well, I just knew that. I don't even know how I knew it existed, but I guess I heard it. That was a modern way to date. Okay, so you decided you're going to try this out. What was your first step? Well, my first step was uh, I went on a free site. And uh, the first step is putting up a profile. Mm -hmm. And then uh, then just waiting for men to contact you or you they usually have a thing, a search button okay. where you can contact them. So did you just go on one site or several sites? How does it work? I started out with one and I grew. <laughs> I've tried, I mean, I've tried a number of different oh, kinds okay. of sites. Can you tell us which ones that you used initially? You mean the actual names of the sites? Right, right. Okay. Well, I tried uh, Match. I tried Our Time. I tried, uh, those are paying sites. I tried Plenty of Fish. Um, I tried OkCupid. Mm -hmm. That's another free one. And eventually I even tried, I talked with a matchmaker. Okay. So tell us what happened. Clue well, us. I know you have a lot of good stories. Yeah. Well, what happened was that basically all the sites are the same. Um, you're going to get about the same percentage of scammers. Okay, tell side. us what you mean by scammers and what was your experience with scammers? Well, scammers are people, not people, are entities that lie to you about their intentions for the relationship. I say entities because it could be looks like a man writing you, but it could be a woman, it could be a bot, it could be a thing. Okay, so it's like, is that called ghosting or catfishing or something like that? No, it's called scamming. That's okay. my definite scamming. Um, not all scam, uh, scammers are catfishers, but the ones that I have studied are those who are financial scammers. Wow. So tell us about your first experience with a scammer. Well, I didn't, I was new to, um, new to the online dating and I was all, you know, excited about meeting this right man. And, um, there was a man who contacted me who was, uh, who he didn't seem like, I knew scammers existed, but he didn't look like one to me because he wasn't very good looking. And, you know, I'd heard that, you know, the real handsome guys are the scammers and he wasn't. And uh, so he asked me for my email and I'm saying right now, never give your email, never. But I gave it to him and he, we started writing and He's had such marvelous things to say to me about me and he seemed so interested and he had a interesting career. Matter of fact, he told me he was toward the end of it. He only had a month left. He was an art dealer. Very exciting because I'm an artsy woman. So, <laughs> so, but I did notice that when I asked him a question, he would always answer at the beginning of the email. And then the rest of the email, now that I look back, was generic. Mm -hmm. The what rest, I mean, it could be written to anyone. Okay, it had nothing to do with me, even though it was said to me. Mm -hmm. That's one of the good things to remember about scammers. They try to be as generic as they can, Interesting. probably because they use the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. Now, the first red flag I had was one of those generic letters, actually contained another woman's name. Oh, oh my gosh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> And I asked him about it and he said, oh, that was just a mistake. I forget what you call it, but you know, when you're talking, when you're dictating something, what is it? Well, I guess sometimes when you're talking into the computer, sometimes it'll make a voice activated error. 
right? But that name wasn't even close to mine. But I made the mistake that I'm afraid a lot of other women make. I ignored it. And that's red flags should not be ignored. Mm-hmm. But I did. What are and, some of the other, oh, go ahead. Well, another, I have a whole list of red flags right. in terms of general for right. scams, but I'll tell you this guy. Okay. Uh, the next red flag was his, he was, oh, he's so excited. This is his last trip for his art gallery. He's going to Egypt mm-hmm. and he's going to dig up treasures in Egypt, which didn't make sense to me. Art gallery, why would you be digging in the dirt? You know, it didn't make sense to me, but again, I ignored it. And because I liked him, he, he really seemed to like me. And I was excited about meeting him in that month. So anyway, the next sign was that he sent me a copy of his itinerary. And I thought, hmm, why is he sending this to me? Mm -hmm. And now I know he was trying to just prove he was going to Egypt. Mm -hmm. So then once he got to Egypt, he was all excited. Everything was going wonderfully. And he wrote me about it. And um, he sent me a picture, the next red flag. And the picture of was of him in front of the one of the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Now, by now, my my signals are going out. Look at this picture. And I noticed that there he was standing in a red T-shirt and everyone else at the pyramid was dressed in coats and hats. So I said, why are you just in a T-shirt? It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, um, Oh, it's just that I'm so hot-blooded, you know. I. <laughs> so, at any rate, by now I'm pretty sure this guy's a scammer. And the next day he writes me, oh no, oh no, a horrible thing has happened. That's one of the things to watch for. There's, you know, all of a sudden something's going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, he, I, what, what? He didn't answer me for about a day. And I'm, oh my gosh, what's going wrong? He said, well, I found out that I need a certain license that I don't have to do this. And I can't, for some reason, he couldn't get to his money. So he needed $22,000. At that point, Mm -hmm. I dropped him like a hot potato. Nobody Did he actually ask you for money? Did he ask you? $22,000 he wanted me to send him. Did he actually ask you for money? Yes. Yes, he did. Okay. All right, so what, how did you proceed after that experience with online dating? I was more careful and I started doing my research so that I could actually identify scammers in a very quick and efficient and effective manner. Tell us about that. Okay, well, let's see, where should we begin? The, uh, you want me to give you the, the identifying characteristics? That would be great. Of a scammer. Well, first off, there's their profile to look at. And one of the things that I noticed is that pictures are different. Scammer pictures, usually, there's never an always, always for these rules, mm-hmm. usually are more clear and vibrant than a normal picture. Okay. It's almost as though they've taken a picture of someone and put that somewhere else. You know, it's not their picture, obviously. And it's just more, I can tell by looking, it's just more clear and vibrant. Hmm. And then in the profile, they're almost always a widower. Sometimes not, you know, none of this is always, but yeah. And their job is, I would say probably 90% of them are say they're some sort of engineer. Interesting. 
yes. And you would be amazed at the kinds of engineers that exist. I mean, there must be 10 kinds of engineers. Probably the best one is the global engineer, but there are oil rig engineers and construction engineers, just lots of engineers. <laughs> and they, or though, you know, it's not always engineers. Like I've had gemologists and strange. The one thing that is always in common with every scammer's profession is it will take them out of the country. <laughs> you know, military, sad to say. If someone's in the military, chances are they could be a scammer. Okay. That's sad. Mm -hmm. yeah. What else? Well, the first things that people say to you are often ways to signal that they're a scammer. A lot of them call you dear, for example. Uh, they, they always remember generic, generic. They're okay. going to say to begin with, I like your smile or your eyes. Everybody has eyes and most women smile in their pictures. <laughs> Chances are they haven't even looked at your profile. And then now these things I'm telling you are just almost exclusively said by scammers. I've noticed real men don't say these things, hardly ever. Um, they, they also talk about this being on the dating site. They'll say they're new to the site or they'll say, what have been your experiences on this site? Or how long have you been on this site? Mm -hmm. Real men don't care. Real men wanna meet you and want to know about you. Um, then they say odd things. Like, would you mind if I get to know you? That's another thing that only scammers say, from my, you know, from my observation. Also, the way they talk to me, broken English. It's as though usually they do have a second, you know, another language that they use. So it's like they're dictating their language and it's coming out in English, and it's not the way people really speak. So, for example, they'll use the word cinema instead of movie. Oh, and. And they're too formal. Also, here's an example of what, how it doesn't sound like American English. Uh, one man said, I am Ryan by name. I am a man with modern qualities. <laughs> okay. All right. So you can Did tell. Did you ask him what those qualities were? <laughs> well, usually for my research, you know, I suppose I could have, but I'm just interested in getting patterns. You know, I've had probably thousands of people that I've looked at that were, you know, I get a lot of scammers. Why? I'm seven in my 70s. I'm a widow and I have a PhD. So they think that I'm rich and dumb, I guess. I don't know. So uh, what else would you like to know well, about? What What are some ways that somebody new to this online dating game or even somebody who's been at it for a while hasn't had much success? Can you give us some tips, what would be your top five tips, let's say, to for, somebody, you know, there's a lot of women out there, they're not only widows, but divorced or never married or whatever, who are getting older and would like to find somebody and they're turning to this online dating experience and, and I'm sure they'd love to learn from you. So what are some, some tips, tips on how to be successful? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I would say, first off, have a nice picture of yourself. How, what a, would, what, how, how should somebody go about getting a, a great picture? Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, because I don't have a lot of people I see, especially with COVID, I have to do selfies. It's better if someone else takes a picture. Okay. Um, but a nice, maybe from here up kind of picture. Mm -hmm. And then usually one of you, a full body. A lot mm -hmm. of the men like to see what your shape is. 
and but make it very modest mm -hmm. and smile. So a nice picture of you and also be sure to put down what you're really looking for. Be clear about your intentions, even though they ignore them a lot of the times. At least you know you have been clear. Mm -hmm. I would say what makes me feel safest on the dating sites is the fact that I am so good at identifying the scammers. Because at our age, there are many, many, many scammers. But there are real men. And when you know you're talking to a real man. Yes, how, do you, how would somebody know? They're not, they don't have those things that okay. I told you about scammers there. They maybe have, you know, one, two tops of the things that I said, but usually none of them. And also real men are flawed. They're going to say things sometimes that are kind of dumb and they're going to have some things in their profile that is, are not that attractive because the scammers, they want to be as flat and as widespread in terms of their appeal as possible. So they're not gonna pick anything that is controversial. And so real men sometimes are a little controversial. And the real men are going to answer your questions. Good men are. Mm -hmm. In terms of being successful, I would say, in addition, first of all, don't ever give any money. Don't give your email. Mm -hmm. Talk on the phone with someone when you think they're real, because you learn a lot when you talk with someone on the phone. What do you learn by just to, before meeting somebody? What, what do you think you learn on the phone? I learn whether or not the conversation flows. Mm -hmm. Is this someone I enjoy talking with? Are they a kind person? Are they bitter, resentful? I don't like being around people like that. Mm -hmm negative people I don't enjoy. And some of them get pretty frisky and fresh. And you can learn that on a phone call. Yeah, usually. Okay. And then- so, what, are, what are some of the sites you would recommend that you- I would, I would say at my age, now the matchmaker that I talked to, she would, it would cost a lot of money and she could guarantee most people a date, but not me because she said I was too old and that Maybe she'd get me a guy 10, 15, 20 years older than me. And really, when you're on the sites, it's not true. All ages of men show interest in older women, not just men our age. Mm -hmm. So now I forgot what you asked me. I'm sorry. What would be some of the sites that you would recommend to? Oh, start I would say I would say the free sites. Uh, my favorite site is OkCupid. Okay. And the reason is that there's thousands of questions that you can answer. And you get to see the answers of the potential dating partner. So you can see from those answers whether or not, I mean, it, it covers a whole array of preferences. So you get a good idea of what that person's like just by reading the answers to their questions. I have to ask you, I know you mentioned to me that um, you were, as you put it, duped once, but then you were duped again. And could you talk a little bit about that, how that came about? Well, that was, when I say duped, never have I given money. Okay. But, uh, but I became kind of emotionally, right? yes, I became emotionally involved in liking the person and thinking the person was real. The second time I was duped, I had already done a lot of this research. And this man, other than his name, his name had a lot of letters and numbers, so you couldn't remember it. That was the only red flag. Other than that, there were none of the red flags, not a one. Wow. And how did you discover that he was a scammer? When he, when he, uh, Suddenly, 
got a call that he had to be in Florida that day to go to court because his partner was suing him. That seemed weird. I was getting, I wrote to my girlfriend because my girlfriends were saying, oh, he's so wonderful. He's so good for you. Was he an engineer? I I forgot what he was. (laughs) He didn't fit the normal profile. Okay. Um, He, I wrote them and I thought it was a scammer, but at any rate, he got there and he found out, oh no, I have to pay money to this partner and it's 22,000. I said, well, you're so wealthy. It shouldn't be a big deal for you to pay that money. I knew at this point he was a scammer. And he said, uh, oh, but it is. But then next day, oh no, it's 78,000. I need your help. You have to go into my Swiss bank account. Oh, yeah. I actually called the police to report him because in our neighborhood, we have uh, uh, senior police that come out and help you. So I showed them all this information just so that others would know that he they could report him. Mm-hmm. Good. To the all right. So that well, it was sounds like I you've had a lot of adventures and you seem to like OkCupid. Any other sites? Well, I like the free ones. Plenty of fish. You get a lot of scammers just like OkCupid, same number, but less people contact you on OkCupid. Um, but plenty of fish. I've met some nice men from there. It's just sorting out the scammers. That's the most important. Have you gone on match.com? Yes, I've been on there. And what was your experience? I met a couple of nice men and I met a lot of scammers. And usually on the paying sites, I've noticed that for the first beginning, you get a lot of attention and then it's gone. Yeah. Okay. Well, any other tips you have to give women out there that I know are going to want to listen to this episode? I would say the most important tip is to believe in yourself. Know that you are beautiful, that you are worthy, and don't give up. If you if you want to meet someone, don't give up. You know, I haven't really met anyone yet. Not the right one. But I love the journey. Well, that's good. It's good to have a good attitude. What about female intuition? Does that play a role in any of this, do you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Listen to your inner voice. Trust yourself. And just know that there's a lot of us out here who are your sisters. And you can always reach out to someone. Well, Artie, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know you're thinking of developing this into a book, and we'll all uh, look forward to hearing about that when that comes about. And we appreciate all your tips and insights into online dating. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for interviewing me. It was fun. And I hope, I really hope it helps some, some women out. I'm sure it will. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growing Older with Gusto. I'm Scott Winteroth, co-producer, and on behalf of Gail Zuggerman and myself, we would like to invite you to our website for additional resources on Growing Older with Gusto, as well as past episodes of the show. Please consider sharing this podcast with a friend. Or if you know someone who is growing older with Gusto, please have them contact us so we can interview them on the show. Our contact information is on our website. Thank you. This podcast is a front and social production. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.